This is Laura Lummer, the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. I'm a healthy lifestyle coach, a clinical Ayurveda specialist, a personal trainer, and I'm also a breast cancer survivor. In this podcast, we talk about healthy thinking and mindfulness practices, eating well, moving your body for health and longevity, and we'll also hear from other breast cancer survivors who have re-engaged with life and have incredible stories to share. This podcast is your go-to resource for getting back to life after breast cancer. Well, hello and welcome to episode 53 of the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach. Today, we are going to jump into talking about one of my favorite topics, which is herbal medicine. And we're actually going to look in depth at a couple of spices that you probably have in your kitchen right now, and yet you think they're only there for flavoring your food every now and then. And this is the one thing that I really love about medicinal plants. They seem to be just this common, run-of-the-mill, hanging around in the kitchen, when they're actually very powerful medicines and they can be easily incorporated into your healthy lifestyle on a regular basis by just simply incorporating them into your cooking. So for me personally, it's really tough to stick to a regimen of taking supplements. And I think it is for most people actually. For a a very long time, I would have said to you that I'm not even a fan of supplements because I was an advocate of getting everything you need from your food. Then the more I worked with people to create Ayurvedic-based healthy lifestyle programs, or I worked with personal training clients to support them with nutrition programs to achieve their goals, the more that I realized that getting everything you need from food was really not realistic for most people. Because they just didn't follow that whole food plan of eating or had a very difficult time following it with any consistency. Then I went through cancer treatment and that literally changed everything for me. I mean, that was a very pivotal point, not just in my life, but in my perception of the things that impact our health. And Having before cancer been a person who really never had any kind of health challenges, any kind of weight struggles, anything like that, it's kind of hard to really understand the struggle that other people go through. So having gone through breast cancer was also a big learning lesson for me in with respect to how I can support other people or help other people to create healthier lifestyles. So as I deal with menopause and managing the long-term effects of cancer treatment, I become more and more an advocate of herbal and vitamin supplementation because I personally feel the difference that it makes in me and I see the difference in my blood work. Yet even something as simple as remembering to take my multivitamin and my vitamin D let alone the periods of time where I've been working really intensely with a naturopath to address specific issues. And there have been times where I was doing that and I had 9, 10, 11, up to 13 different supplements that I had to take at different times of the day. This one twice a day, this one three times a day. And I had to work really hard to figure out a system to make that happen and do it with consistency. But in addition to that, Continuing to have to come up with the money to finance that kind of a wellness plan is a real struggle because really good, high-quality supplements 
are costly and having a dozen at a time, it gets expensive really, really quickly. But if you can get in the habit of using lots of spices and herbs when you cook, then you're also getting that benefit from the antioxidants, the anti-inflammatories, even the antibacterial, and the healing properties of these plant medicines while you're enjoying your food. You're not breaking the bank because it's something you're incorporating into your regular lifestyle for support and preventative measures. And you're teaching your family healthy ways of feeding their body as well. So I may have lost you right where I said cooking. You may be thinking, ah, cooking, no thank you. Just tell me where I can buy the supplements. And so I will tell you that later in the show as well. So don't tune off. I'm not going to make you have to cook. All right. And I'm also going to give you a really simple way to incorporate spices without cooking. So stay tuned for that. So before I get too deep into this, I do want to share a little inspiration with you today. So I have this fascination with the national months, you know, the national day, national week, national this. I I love figuring out what those are. And although I have no idea who decides on what's going to be a national month or week or day, August has been deemed the National Happiness Happens Month. And even though we're coming towards the end of the month of August, we still have time to practice this. So the secret society of happy people, no joke, you guys, that's a real society. They figured out what you have to do to get something deemed a national month, and they dedicated the month of August to the pursuit of happiness. Now, I am a firm believer that happiness is a choice, but I also know that developing the ability to choose happiness even and especially when there's a lot of not so great things going on, it takes work. It definitely can be done and you can train yourself to do it, but it sometimes isn't easy. So in honor of this national month and in honor of happiness, I want to share this quote with you from the nationaldaycalendar.com. This quote is by Viktor Frankl. Everything can be taken from a person, but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any set of circumstances, to choose one's way. I love this, and I truly believe with all my heart, I believe it. For me, this power to choose is the foundation of everything we do in life. Once you choose to own that power, to really believe that it's within your grasp, that you have this power to choose, things will start to change. And that's because you begin to hold yourself accountable. Once you believe you have the power to choose, then you can catch yourself when you're in a funk. And then you call yourself out on what you're doing or what you're not doing to get yourself out of that funk. I caught myself in a moment like this earlier in the week. I was letting a bunch of little things get to me. I had errands that were falling behind that needed catching up on. I had a huge project that I really want to be spending more time on and moving forward with. I had a husband who was in a mood and I had a mom who just can't help but judge everything. Does anyone feel me on those last two especially? Yeah. So I caught myself feeling really angry. I was frustrated. I was feeling like, ugh. And when I noticed that, I thought, okay, come on, work backwards here. What's the goal every day? 
And the goal every day is to be happy, to live a happy and joyful day. That's my goal every day. And it's moments like that where I catch myself and I think, why the heck am I allowing myself to get caught up in other people's moods or thinking that I can take on more than I actually can? And I just have to stop for a minute. I had to always remind myself of the goal and work backwards from that goal. If there's something I'm doing now that is not moving me towards that goal, I need to drop it. I have to remember how I want to live and that I don't want to choose to be a victim to other people's bad behavior and that I don't have to be and you don't have to be. So that was the underlying message actually of last week's show about how you show up to create the life you want. And it's also the foundation of my Revivify program, my Revivify course. Every lesson and every action sheet in that program is designed to empower you to make choices that will lead you to living a happier life. And that may or may not be a pain-free life. And that may or may not be a 1% body fat life. Probably not a 1% body fat life. Let's go with 16%. May or may not be a 16% body fat life. It may not be an energizer bunny life full of all of the energy you had to do everything you could imagine. But none of those things are necessary to choose happiness. So I want to encourage you to take the rest of this month and then every day after that and set an intention to look for the joy in every day of your life. And if you can't find any joy, I want you to create some joy. When I was studying yoga philosophy and Ayurveda, my teacher would say, the best thing you can do for yourself when you're feeling down is to do something of service for someone else. And that makes a lot of sense if you really think about it. Because when you give to someone else, it makes you feel good. It feels good to see their surprise. It feels good to see their happiness, right? So if you need to create happiness in your life, do something nice for someone else. Get out of yourself. And when you do that, come on over to my Facebook page or find me on Instagram and DM me and tell me about it because I want to share the things you do that bring you happiness. And then we can spread happiness even farther. All right, so enjoy this Happiness Happens Month and keep making happiness happen for you. Okay, so let's dive into talking about a couple of easy-to-find spices that have been shown to have a lot of health benefits. And then I'll give you some suggestions about how to incorporate them into your diet. Or if you aren't someone who likes to make your own food, I'll give you some good resources to pick them up where you can get nice quality ones. So the first one that I want to talk about, I use in my home all the time for cooking. But I also use it all the time and had my children use it all the time to gargle with whenever someone has a sore throat because it has incredible antibacterial effects. And this spice is turmeric. The scientific name for turmeric is curcuma longa. Turmeric is a flowering plant that's part of the ginger family. And the root of this plant is what is used as a spice for cooking and for medicinal purposes. The active and the sought after ingredient and the studied ingredient in turmeric is called curcumin. So this is the plant's chemical that gives turmeric its beautiful golden color, like the color you see in curry powder or in curry sauces. Mm, I love curry sauces. 
It's also the constituent in the plant that is the most studied, and it's been found to have some pretty remarkable actions that support human health. And these actions include reducing symptoms of depression, lowering cholesterol levels, reducing non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, and when taken orally or used as an enema, turmeric in studies has been shown to support the remission and healing of ulcerative colitis. That's pretty amazing. In Ayurveda and Chinese medicine, turmeric has been used for centuries as a powerful anti-inflammatory among a long, long list of other beneficial properties. It is just an all-around amazing medicinal plant. The Arthritis Foundation on their website, arthritis.org, has a whole section on herbs and supplements. And on that page, they have a section devoted to turmeric. And they list results from some studies that have found turmeric and turmeric or curcumin-based supplements to be effective at providing long-term improvement in pain and function in patients with osteoarthritis in their knee. So I want to clarify here, when I say turmeric or curcumin supplements, because you can buy supplements that just specifically are curcumin. They extract that part from the turmeric and manufacture that into a supplement. So you can buy it whole as turmeric, which contains the curcumin, or you can buy the curcumin as a supplement on its own. So it also has been found effective at reducing joint pain and swelling more effectively than a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug that's used in patients who have rheumatoid arthritis, and that drug is called diclofenac. Turmeric was also found to prevent joint inflammation, but in the case of arthritis, turmeric was actually more effective at preventing the inflammation and pain than it was at relieving the pain. So another reason why we want to get used to incorporating healthy plant medicines into our lives on a regular basis is supporting good health and being preventative and not something that you turn to expecting it to act like an aspirin or give you immediate relief when you are in pain. It's something that's going to take a little bit longer and needs to be a consistent part of your lifestyle. Now, an important thing to remember when you read about supplements, so if you're thinking of taking a, a turmeric supplement or a curcumin supplement, is that you want to make sure you're taking the supplement that was actually studied in the clinical trial you're reading about or hearing about. Because if you want to try it to see if you're going to get the same benefits that were found in the study, you want to make sure you're using the exact same supplement that the study used. And with respect to the studies I refer to here in this show, I will post those supplements as links in the show note page that you can check out as well. So the reason you want to do this is because a particular brand of an herbal supplement is standardized, meaning it contains a specific amount of the active ingredient that's being studied. And it may also have other ingredients that support the absorption or the effectiveness of that active ingredient, or it may be prepared in a certain way, like including some kind of an essential oil of the plant, or if the plant is dried or powdered through a specific method. So if it's studied in that form, that's the form that you want to use. If you try to get something that's off-brand or similar to it, you may or may not get the effects that were found in a study. Now, even though turmeric is commonly used in foods, 
It also may interact with medications. Remember, when we're saying it's plant medicine, it's no joke. This stuff really has an impact on your body. Just like people on blood thinners should avoid dark green leafy veggies, it's always best to check with your doctor for safety before taking anything in a supplement form. And taking it in a supplement form is, is obviously going to be more potent than just using it as an ingredient in cooking, and you're taking a larger amount of it as well. So just be mindful of that and and be careful too how we think about it. I don't want you to think about it in the, like, oh gosh, turmeric might be this dangerous thing because that's not it at all. I'm not saying turmeric is dangerous to your health, but turmeric may have interactions with other medications and you just want to be sure you're always being safe and not combining, whether it's a plant chemical or a manufactured chemical, not combining them together if they may be an interaction or make something less effective for you. Okay, so check with your doctor, be careful, read the studies. And speaking of studies, the Natural Medicine Comprehensive Database is an excellent resource for checking out supplements and herbs. They have a huge database and they base their findings on evidence-based research and then they rate the products on both their safety and effectiveness as well as list different known or potential interactions. So I will put a link to the Natural Medicine's Comprehensive Database in the show notes page for this episode so you can always have that handy to check out. Safety first, right? Now, in addition to this, there have also been promising studies that show turmeric may be helpful in suppressing tumor growth. And it does this by blocking some pathways that prevent tumor cells from dying, which makes it easier for cancer to grow and spread, right? We know that cancer is this uncontrolled spread of these cells. Now, the evidence isn't concrete in this area, but it's definitely very promising. In Ayurveda, turmeric is known to be beneficial to all tissues of the body, and it's especially valued as a natural antibiotic and for improving digestion and gut health. Gut health is so important to overall health, and more and more studies are just coming up with amazing, amazing information on how the health of our gut impacts our overall health, our ability to think clearly. You know, they call it the second brain in the gut. And what better way to get healthy goodness into your gut than to eat it? So turmeric can be used in many ways that go beyond just being an ingredient in curries. You can blend it into water or broth that you cook your rice, grains, lentils, or any other kind of legume in. So one of my favorite rice recipes is cooking rice with coconut milk. And if you're not a fan of coconut milk, you can just use water. And then slivers of kefir lime leaves. So kefir lime leaves, you can get at the grocery store. You can get at Asian food stores. I'm sure you can order them on Amazon. And they're the kind that's used in Thai cooking. So they have this really lovely tanginess to them. And you just kind of shred that leaf up and throw it in with your rice. A couple of teaspoons of turmeric. And depending on the liquid you want to cook with, use your favorite liquid. So you throw all those ingredients in, the tanginess of the kefir lime, and you get that beautiful golden color from the turmeric and just cook your rice up as you normally would. It's lovely. It's flavorful. Highly recommend you try it out. You can also add turmeric to rubs for seasoning meat or any other kind of spice blends that you use in cooking. When cooking with turmeric, 
Blending that spice, the turmeric with black pepper, has also shown to increase the absorption of the curcuminoids, those active ingredients in turmeric, because of an active ingredient that's in black pepper called pepperine. And this compound in black pepper is also a very potent anti-inflammatory. So when you're putting turmeric into a spice blend, definitely add black pepper into that as well. Now, if you're not a fan of cooking or you just don't like the flavor of turmeric, you can find both turmeric and curcumin in supplement form in most places where you buy supplements. Now, you know, my favorite place to buy supplements because I know and trust the quality of them is Banyan Botanicals, and they do have several different supplements that contain turmeric, and they also sell turmeric in bulk in these bags. So something that you can do and that I've done for a long time is just capsule your own spices and your own herbs, and it's easy, I mean... Amazon makes our life easy. Let's just admit that because you can get anything on Amazon. And they have these cool little stands and you just open your plastic capsules and stand them in this little stand, sprinkle your spices in them, pop on the covers. You can do it while you're watching The Bachelor at night. And then it's not as expensive as buying bottles and bottles of supplement. You can actually get quite a lot out of a bag of turmeric. So that's something you might want to check out some DIY herbal meds for yourself. Now, another lovely, lovely spice that I think is extremely underrecognized and underutilized is cardamom. In addition to using this beautiful spice in cooking both sweet and savory dishes, cardamom is one of my favorite essential oils. It smells fabulous. And I love mixing a few drops of cardamom with some sweet orange and a drop or two of Palo Santo into my diffuser every morning. It's just this bright orange is a natural mood enhancer, but cardamom is also used to relieve anxiety. In Ayurveda, cardamom is said to give clarity and joy. And when you inhale its beautiful scent, the fragrance of its essential oil, you will understand why. The cardamom seed is where the powder and the oils are extracted from. And the flavor of cardamom is sweet, but it's also a little spicy and warming, which lends to its versatility in cooking in both sweet and savory dishes. Cardamom is a strong digestive stimulant, and studies have found it to be effective at reducing oral bacteria and supporting oral health. Cardamom has been shown to protect against certain types of stomach ulcers. It reduces inflammation. And in animal and test tube studies, cardamom has been shown to have cancer-fighting properties. But that's something that needs more studying in human beings. Cardamom powder has been shown to be effective at reducing blood pressure in people with stage 1 hypertension. And the great thing about cardamom is that it's so easy to work into your daily dietary habits because you can just buy a sprinkled top bottle of cardamom. You can sprinkle it into your coffee, into your tea. And actually, you can put ground cardamom into your coffee grounds. So when you brew it in the morning, it actually adds to that detoxification. Also, if you throw cinnamon in along with cardamom in your coffee grounds, it is delicious. It is highly antioxidant, and it's just a great way to get it into your everyday routine. 
Now, I love using cardamom in this warm, delicious evening drink. You can use any milk that you like, whether it's an animal milk or a nut milk, and you just put cardamom, nutmeg, and cinnamon into it. It's this beautiful fragrance as you sip into it. It's warm, it's calming, it's health-promoting, and both the cardamom and the cinnamon help with the digestion of the milk. Cardamom is a delicious addition to baked goods, and you can mix it with other spices as part of a blend or just throw it into the water while you're cooking beans, and it will actually help to reduce gas and stomach upset. Now, in the field of herbal medicine, complementary medicine, it's well known that when you blend herbs and spices together, you create a synergy that increases their potency beyond just what that spice brings to the table on its own. And I mentioned Banyan Botanicals a minute ago. I don't get paid to talk about them, but I should because I love them and talk about them so much. But one of the things that I do love about Banyan is they have some amazing blends, really fantastic blends to support digestion, to support female health, to support mental clarity. And if you look up any one of these spices, it'll give you a list of other blends that contain those spices that might be something that you want to support or work on in your health program. Now, if you're working on a personalized herbal program with a trained practitioner, they'll sometimes have you take large quantities of herbal medicine. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're working with someone who knows what they're doing and there's a strategy behind consuming large amounts of these herbs or spices. But for the purposes of this show, I just want to encourage you to increase the consumption of these beautiful antioxidant anti-inflammatory substances into your food, into your drinks, and just broaden your horizons when it comes to what you can put in your food to further support your health. These are simple, easy to find things that you don't have to go to some crazy out of the way little place to discover in a hole in the wall store. Easy to find, easy to use, and delicious. So try to consume more spices on a regular basis, not necessarily every day, but experiment with them and get them into your foods in new ways like sprinkling them on your afternoon salad or on your morning eggs. Yeah, those are easy, right? Who doesn't eat salads? I remember the first time I actually seasoned a salad, like actually seasoned it with salt and spices. And I thought, why the heck have I never done this before? It's delicious. It's easy and it's good for me. And I just grab the different seasonings, sprinkle them over the top of my salad, toss it all together. Gives it so much flavor. So try something new. You might be surprised at how much you like it. Now, one last thing before I go today. Have you subscribed to the Breast Cancer Recovery Coach podcast? Have you left an honest review for the show? If yes, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And if not, and you're a fan of the show, please take a moment now to subscribe and leave a review. It means so much to me, and it really, really does help the show. I want to give a quick shout out to TNBC2A, who recently left a five-star review for the podcast, and she says, Laura sums it up when you're on your journey to recovery. I look forward to each podcast. Thanks. Well, thank you, TNBC2A, and thank you for listening, for your support, and taking the time to leave that review. I really, really appreciate it. So if you're listening and you're struggling to live the life you want after breast cancer, if you're looking for direction or feeling lost or having anxiety or just not sure what to do, go to my website, lauralummer.com, 
and check out my online course, Revivify. It's an easy to follow course. It's completely go at your own pace. It's 100% online. You'll get tons of support from me as you go through the program and in our Revivify Facebook group. And you'll be able to find help with releasing anything that's keeping you stuck and what's holding you back. You're going to get some guidance on how to regroup, how to look forward, how to create a healthy lifestyle plan that works for you, that you can stick to, that you don't have to carry around measuring cups for, that you don't have to follow any crazy diets for, but you understand how your body's working now and what works with your body now. Because I know as well as you do that your body changes as you go through cancer treatment. So if it's time for you to move from surviving to thriving, You need to check out this course, and I'd love to work with you. All right, until next week, get out there, get some spice into your diet, and take good care of yourself because your lifestyle really and truly is your medicine. And I'll talk to you next week. Voices in your head, you've put your courage to the test, laid all your doubts to rest. Your mind is clearer than before, your heart is full. More, your future's at the door. Give it all you got, no hesitating. You've been waiting all your life. This is your moment.